All right, this is Jim Conley, and I have the pleasure of having the one and the only Thomas Temp here in the studio today. Let me give you a quick history of Thomas Temp as I know it. So I first met Thomas roughly 16 and a half years ago when I started here at McGraw-Hill. He was one of the first people that kind of took me under his wing. You probably don't remember this very well, but he taught me a lot about marketing, editorial, and then I've been able to learn from him over the years. I'll let you give uh, your background a little bit more, Thomas, so you can fill in the gaps that I miss here. But Thomas has a great story. So he started at our company in the sales profession, and he was an inside sales rep for us for a number of years, and then transitioned over. You were a marketer, right? Right. For a right. little while. And That's then correct. Went over to the editorial side, and you've been in editorial right. for how long? Oh, boy. Uh, a long time. I've been, on, I've been on the product side for, uh, for 15 years. In marketing and, and product development. Yeah. And time flies when you have fun. It right? does, man. Never boring. So, yeah, I love Thomas's experience. Uh, he's been an absolute pleasure to know personally, professionally. He's got a great experience. And that's why we wanted to have him on this show today, is so we can kind of peek under the hood from his role and what he does here at McGraw-Hill and then how that might translate to what you are all doing, uh, teaching either anatomy and physiology or microbiology or everything in between. We absolutely love every single one of you. Glad you guys are listening to the podcast. And uh, Thomas, uh, maybe if you could give the audience a little background on what you currently do here at McGraw-Hill. You bet. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me. I'm really glad there aren't any cameras in the studio. I definitely have a face for radio. I've been uh, I've been told that. Um, so my current role here is a managing director at, uh, at McGraw-Hill in the Life and Health Sciences Group. And I oversee all the product development in all areas of biology, A&P, um, and then the, the health sciences. And, and like you said, Jim, I started out, actually started out as a part-time sales rep in, uh, uh, right out of college for four or five months and then moved into a full-time sales rep job. I did that for, for nine years, loved every minute of it, just the, the relationships I made with, um, with professors, instructors in the field, and and obviously here at work, just fantastic. And then transitioned into marketing, product development, had another stint as a marketing director for math and chemistry, um, engineering at one point. So I've really, in all of the sciences, I have either uh, sold, marketed, or developed every single product that McGraw-Hill has in all of science, engineering, and math. It's just amazing, Thomas. And the one thing that I remember vividly, so it was yourself and then Deb Hash was the other um, staff member who's still with us today. The two of you really walked me through how do you secure reviews from the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later I learned both from you and then Ed Stanford was another uh, good friend of mine that taught me a lot about how do you read a review, mm-hmm. how do you synthesize that as a person that's not a content expert, mm-hmm. how do you ask good questions uh, mm-hmm. to clarify you know what might be there, right. and then over the years, uh, being able to represent that, at least from my perspective, with our authors, contributors, and then our internal teams is magnificent. So I want to thank you for oh. gifting that skill. I and didn't it was even really know helpful. I did it. I <laughs> and th- that was, um, you just bring up some memories of... of um, of reading reviews. It's been a while since I've actually gone in and, and read a review, but I remember having my highlighter out looking at reviews and just picking out the, the key areas that I thought would be really good for our authors to, yeah. to focus in on. They would have their viewpoint, I would have mine, but we would come together and, and determine what the revision would look like. It was it was really cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to do that now, so I'm filling in in the short term for um, an opening that we have on our team that you're well aware mm-hmm. of. And I'm working in a new market, one that I've actually been in for a while, but it's been a million years, mm-hmm. uh, medical terminology. Mm-hmm. 
So Bill Lawrenson and I, uh, Bill reports to yeah, you, yeah. he and I are both reading the reviews, and then we divided up uh, some folks to call and follow up on their feedback. And yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun, but it's just a different skill when you don't know, like, a discipline very well. Right. Like, everything's brand new. Right. And it's just fascinating. It's a great learning opportunity, too. So it's it another is. byproduct of yeah. you getting feedback from all of you that yeah, teach. Absolutely. Which is great. All right, so Thomas, a burning question that I have for you is, in the past year... What have you worked on that's either really significant from your perspective or exciting? So for me, I've uh, I'm not usually in the elbows deep in in product development. I oversee many who are, but I've actually uh, taken on the Learn Smart Labs replacement product, uh, the development of that. Uh, Learn Smart Labs is uh, is going to be replaced. It's being sunset because of its dependencies on Flash. So Flash is is going away. The Flash technology is going away at the end of 2020. And uh, so I have been uh, tasked with, uh, because it spans multiple disciplines. So we have, we have pro- uh, portfolio managers who manage anatomy, physiology, biology, micro. But because it spans those three areas, we don't have one person who really should handle all that. So I've taken on that, that role. And I'll tell you, it has been, it's been a challenge. It's been exciting. Um, we, are, we are moving forward with it. We've got uh, storyboards for, I don't even know how many of the simulations we have for A&P, but we're starting with A&P. It's our, it's our biggest. It's the, um, uh, the flagship product for labs. So uh, that's been the most exciting for me. It's just been trying to transition something and make it better. So taking something that was really good, and now moving it uh, to a, a new technology using HTML, uh, breaking it apart, breaking apart the simulation so that they can be assigned at the at the assignment level, rather, rather than you just assign Learn Smart Labs. You either have it or you don't. Now we're going to provide instructors with the ability that if they want to assign uh, APR, Anatomy Physiology Revealed, right alongside that they'll be able to assign a, a lab simulation and a homework assignment and everything else. So I think it's going to be really cool. It's going to be amazing. And I want to thank you for all the hard work. You and your team have um, been doing a fantastic job on this. Thanks. <clears throat> so if you're in the audience and you're listening to this and you have an interest in online labs, virtual labs, or just pre-labs, whether it be for microbiology or for anatomy and physiology, Send me an email. We'll get you involved in the process. Or biology. Fun. Or biology, yeah. for sure, definitely. Yeah. Any of those areas. Yep. I don't want to forget the biology. Yep. I forgot about that piece. Um, but, yeah, if you want to get involved in the process, we would love to have you. Uh, we'd love to share with you our, our product milestones and different things like that. It's cool. So next question for you, Thomas. Yeah. What are some of the changes that you see in education in the fields that you cover, life uh, sciences and then the health professions? Um, I think it, it, just digital in general is changing everything. And I think in instructors um, assigning things for a grade, putting that on the syllabus and assigning, uh, creating assignments, uh, digital assignments, whether it's a, an assessment piece or if it's anatomy physiology revealed or if it's smart book or whatever that might be. Those are, uh, those are the, the, I think in general, that's the current state. I think we're going to be moving into virtual reality is something that's starting to to uh, to make its way into the curriculum, I I don't based on some surveys that that we've done, I don't think that it's it's critical for everyone right now. But I think the technology is getting to the point where web based VR, uh, where you don't have a de- dependency on on glassware or something like that, uh, I think that's going to be the next thing. And then I think just these immersive classrooms, uh, personalized learning, immersive classrooms where you are 
where you, if the technology gets to the point where it's affordable, institutions can afford it, students can afford it. If a student can can sit in a lecture hall with headgear on and they can be inside the heart or they can be inside a lung or they can see, uh, they can touch and feel what a cancer cell feels like or something to that nature. I think that's, that's where you really get some incredible learning. I, I think that's where, where we're going. Um, and I think technology and who knows what else is, is going to happen, but technology just changes the game everywhere. Okay. So then the obvious question is then how does that impact your product development? Yeah, it's um, you know for us we we have to stay we have to stay on the the cutting edge as best we can, and uh, partnering with a group that like the group that we're working with um, on the virtual labs product, uh, someone like that that has access to that te- technology that has that technology helps us because not only are they helping us build our lab product but they're also uh, keeping us abreast of some of the other things that that they're working on that we could use, and I just think um, we don't. It's it will it will be hard for us as an organization to develop VR on our own or AR VR. So we have to partner with with different companies, different um, vendors, and just us staying staying uh, current with who's doing what is really important to us. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I know you've worked over the years with great authors like uh, Raymond Chang. Uh, you've also had some experience on the science side with the life science authors yeah, like absolutely. Mike Lindell's yes. back. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you were going to think about traits mm-hmm. that either those authors have or have had or um, maybe it's a contributor, maybe not yeah. necessarily an author, like what are some of the good content creators? Like what do they do? Oh, I I'll, I think it boils down to one one thing to me, and that is uh, just uncompromising uh, detail and well accuracy. The the great ones it, they just do not give in to anything that's not accurate. And if it's accurate, um, it starts there, and then and then uh, everything flows from there. But they just they will not give in to their principles on accuracy. Um, pedagogical effectiveness. The the great ones just they do that and they don't give in and um, that's what I've seen. I think um, staying current, all all the other things, staying current in the literature, making sure that they know what's going on. But man, if it's not if it's not a hundred percent accurate, authoritative, clear, concise, um, then you really don't have a great product. Absolutely. You talked a little bit about how digital's made an impact currently. Yeah. And we have this awesome product called Smartbook. Yep. Uh, many of you in the audience are using it. Many of you in the audience are considering it here for your classes for next year. But Thomas, what do you see the future for Smartbook? Like, how does that look for you? Well, I think Smartbook has been—it's been a flagship product for us across all of our disciplines, and I see that continuing. Obviously, I, I think it's going to change and update. It—it's definitely something like everything that needs a. Not necessarily a facelift, but needs polish and needs uh, needs updating. I think that's what we'll see. I think we'll see it become more. Uh, um, it'll have more educational effectiveness for students. Uh, I think it's going to be easier to use. Um, so some of the things that I've seen with the next version of SmartBook, the SmartBook 2.0, if you will, uh, we're going to have some of those things. I think what you'll see is uh, it'll be more mobile friendly. It'll yep. be more friendly on on our phone. So that's what I. What I've seen and what I believe will happen with that product. Yeah, and I've seen some of the earlier cuts of uh, what's going to be publishing next year with 2.0. Yeah. 
so excited about the mobility features, yes. accessibility. Yes, accessibility. Yeah, way. I forgot about that. It's it's so important that uh, that all of our products are um, are are as fully accessible as they can be. Yeah, you, in the audience, you're going to love what you're going to see next year and the new additions coming out. SmartBook 2.0 is really going to rage. It's yeah, going to be great. Definitely. So on that note, Thomas, uh, textbook content. Yeah. How do you see that changing in the future? Well, I don't know if I see the content changing as much as I see the delivery changing. I think con- there's always going to be a need for great content, great, accurate, uh, uh, pedagogical, effective content. It's just how we deliver it that is changing, whether it's through uh, through our, our ebooks, through SmartBook, through uh, through Connect, through whatever whatever it is, Vital Source, other other avenues. I just don't see, if anything, I could see our content becoming more modular, that uh, instead of uh, students having access to a full two-semester A&P book, maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll have access to uh, certain chapters uh, online. They'll, maybe it'll be more modular. But there's, there's, I firmly believe that there will always be a place for really, really good content. It's just how we deliver it's going to be the key. Awesome. This episode is brought to you by Connect Master, Why Biology? The first ever theme-based course. Rather than starting with biology content and fitting in relevant topics, this product starts with the relevant themes such as cancer, influenza, and climate change, and then threads in the biology. For example, everything that relates to cancer would be in that unit, from cell structure and division, then mutations, to biotechnology. Think you wouldn't have to introduce cancer in Chapter 3 and then say, hold that thought until we get to Chapters 9 and 10 to talk about mitosis and mutations. For more information, contact your local rep or reach out to me, Brittany Ross, at britney.ross at mheducation.com. All right, well, thank you for sponsoring this episode of Connect Y Biology. I'm really excited about that product. Um, and as you heard from Brittany Ross, the amazing Brittany Ross, the award-winning Brittany Ross, theme-based product, going to take over the world of non-majors microbiology for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced because I've seen it live. I've used it myself. I've learned about cancer, unfortunately, mm-hmm. awful yep. disease. But uh, so many significant things with that product and excited about the future for that. Mm-hmm. So, Thomas, what is your favorite aspect of Connect Master Y Biology? I love it all. I, I just think the idea of this product is um, is really groundbreaking. The uh, 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 all digital product that allows students to learn material and then view a video or some type of interaction, uh, then take an assessment. Uh, maybe not always in that order, but just the um, I think the interactivity of it and uh, just immersing students into, it's not like you start chapter one with the cell. Uh, you're, you're going through topics, like you said, cancer or energy drinks or something like that, something that's really impactful to students that for, for this particular course, non-majors biology is a course that um, it's a, it's a non, non-science majors course. It's, a, it's an elective. They take it and then they're on to whatever else they're doing. So um, for them to make it relevant that they get something out of this that after they get through this class, they're going to use a really cool product that they're, they're always going to remember. And more importantly, the way that product is set up, 
it's going to teach them material that they're going to remember and it's going to stick with them. They they may not know what the what mitochondria is, but they're going to know the effects of an energy drink on them. It's right. going to make them better citizens. It's going to make them more informed, yep. um, and uh, and they'll learn something along the way. So this is going to be a fun topic for you. What has been the biggest challenge while developing this product, Connect Y Biology? I think the challenge has been um, just trying to keep up with the imagination of the author and the product team. The the product team wants to blow this thing up and just they want to do everything with it. Um, Michelle Vogler, the portfolio manager, Brittany, Michael Windelspeck, um, they've just had to deal with some limitations just because of what's available in technology, what we have available. They have, they're, they're, the sky's the limit on, on what they want to do, but what is possible uh, in the constraints of delivering this product has been the biggest challenge i think just trying to not rein them back but just temper what we can do right now i think eventually we will be able to do everything we want to do but that's been the biggest challenge i think just i don't want to say restrictions but just we can't do everything that they want to do even though it's all a really good idea it's just we have limitations on what we can do from a delivery mechanism and doesn't that sound like a show yeah, like we really should have good. Michelle Volga. Can you imagine oh if my God. Michelle on here? Yeah, she would. Uh, she would fill that show. For we sure. could ask that question. Oh my God! Yeah, show. yeah, it's all good. And but they certainly have had their frustrations along the way that they really want to do something, yeah. but it just the 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 constraints we're under. Sometimes we can't do everything yep. we want to do. Well, the thing that's awesome about it is we've only been piloting it right now. We have people adopting it mm-hmm. at a feverish pace. We do. I think it's because the, the market has been really clamoring for this for a long time. Right, right. It's the perfect technology. You have awesome talent. Yes. It's a great marriage that way. Yes. So from your shoes, um, how do you see this changing in the future? How will it evolve? Um, I think it's going to evolve with uh, after we, we have some of, these, some of the pilots and find out how students are reacting to it. The, the reactions have been fantastic so far. They absolutely love it. Instructors love it. But just probably tweaking it a little bit, and then the availability of, of, of technology, of what would be possible for us to, um, to make it even more immersive, more interactive. I think if we can make it more personal, more personalized. Um, and that's what I think the future, when you, you mentioned earlier the, the future of development, I think... Personalized learning is the future. I think it's the present in some in some courses. Our uh, our Alex product, A L E K S for math, is uh, based on artificial intelligence, and it is truly personalized for every single student. Getting to that in with this product and with our other life science products, uh, we're not quite there a hundred percent, but um, I think that's where the future lies. Not only with this product, but all of our products. Hey, quick tip: if you have any buddies that are teaching chemistry. One thing that I have been so excited to watch from a distance is how Alex has come over into the chemistry market and just completely, like, it's changed the game there. It has, completely. It it is just an unbelievable product. There's nothing like it. Um, On a side note, the Alex math product, I had, um, one of my sons was taking the ACT, and uh, I gave him access to Alex on the math portion, and he raised his math portion by four points by using Alex oh, and he didn't even come if he would have done everything he should have done in Alex he would have probably raised it by 10 points maybe would have had a perfect score but he uh, he didn't he did part of it but he still raised his raised his score by four points because that product is absolute gold 
That would be a fun conversation in your household. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Still I'm a little sure, sore. Yeah. I'm sure that was definitely a fun conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We've all had those. Oh, parents, yeah. Parents yeah. in the audience, we know how yeah. this works. Totally. Um, now, Thomas, you've attended HAPS, the Human Anatomy and Physiology yes. Society Conference in the past. What stood out to you about that conference? Uh, I just think the the neat thing about that conference that is different than every other one I've been to, and I've been to AMATIC, which is a, a math conference for two-year math uh, instructors. I've been to the American Chemical Society in, in chemistry, um, microbiology, ASM. I've been to several of these. The thing that stands out about HAPS is that everybody knows each other, and it's uh, just so collegial. I think um, uh, just the fact that everybody is interested in what's happening. They're truly interested in, in bringing improvements to the classroom and learning and soaking it in. That, that's probably the, the biggest thing that stands out to me. Yeah, you're exactly right on it. And I've attended that conference, been mm, there with you yes, a couple times. Yep. Um, you've attended, what, the past three mm-hmm. years? It's awesome. Right, right. You're exactly right. Everybody's so friendly. Even the competition. Yeah, sure. They're, they're, they're friendly now. Okay, so when you were there, you got to see the reaction from the audience about a brand new product similar in your portfolio um, team that you're working with. Mm-hmm. They had the practice atlas for anatomy and physics. Right, right, right. Like, what you what you observe there when they saw that product? Um, I just think the fact that this has been a product that has been requested for a long time. The instructors really, really want this. Is um, and we're delivering. Is the coolest thing. Uh, it seems so simple. It seems like it right. was such a. It's not simple. It wasn't simple to build, but it just seems like a really simple idea. And the fact that we we're able to deliver it, I just love how uh, the reaction to it. It's been yeah. really great. Well, and I remember um, back in my days in editorial, this was something that was requested, and we just didn't have the technology. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden, bang, we have the technology, and yeah. all of a sudden, because of that, mm-hmm. you know, the team was able to execute that, get that done. Um, and shout out to Amy Reed uh, if you're listening, uh, Matt Garcia, Michael yeah. Code, yep. uh, many others that have worked on this. Uh, Jody Romberg, right? Remiss, yeah. She's, she's listening. We don't mention her. She probably yeah. give you a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it takes a village, and they've they've done a fantastic job pulling this thing across the finish line. So, if you give the audience one thing that excites you the most about that product, what would it be? Um, I think just the 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 it's accessible. Yep. Uh, I think the accessibility piece, as we mentioned earlier, is it's hard to pinpoint down to, to one thing that excites me about that. I just think the fact that we haven't we've never had anything like this available in yes. this format in this in this medium. So um, I I just think it's going to be a, a really nice product for uh, for instructors to assign and, and provide for their students but I, just everything about it I love everything about it I love the idea I love the way we deliver it I love the accessibility piece of it um, I'm really glad we were able to, to deliver yeah I could not agree more I think the mobility piece so in the audience if you're not aware um, you can actually use this product it's part of our connect mm. offering in AMP and you can use this product mobily. So yeah, you on your can, phone. Yes, yeah. I've got it on my the Read Anywhere yeah. uh, awesome. app. Exactly. Yeah, good good point. That's really cool. It is really cool that if you're on the on the campus bus, if the student's on the campus bus, or if they're in uh, wherever they're at on campus, they, they don't have to have their computer up. They've got it on their phone. It's, it's great. You can blow it up, pinch and zoom. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. So, Thomas, I want to thank you personally for being such an advocate of our show awesome leader here for our folks in the editorial side and the product vision. Uh, you've been awesome in terms of supporting our podcast. 
And you've heard me say this a ton of times. I think you are the absolute best. Oh, jeez. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> right back at you. And, hey, can we have you back on the show sometime? Absolutely. You bet. That'd be fun. And I think in the next show, maybe we'll do a whole show on Learn Smart Labs. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I think that'd be something maybe in the next like two to three weeks. We sure, a show like that. You bet, and and I would love to. Uh, we could do that with uh, Laura Nines. Is is oh, uh, she's in the 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 guts of the product, and she can talk about really um, from a content standpoint what we've done. Eric Weber, we could have him here. We yeah. could have have the whole group, and we can really talk about what that product is is really going to look like. I think that'd be really fun. I think the audience would get a kick out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, really learn a lot, and then also learn how they can get involved in the development. Yeah, too. totally. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, Thomas, thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. And uh, it's been awesome. We'll see you in a couple weeks here when we do the Learn Smart Lab show. Let's do it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Jim.